Hey, what's up, guys? It is Chris. Uh, thank you guys for checking this episode out. I had a lot of fun with Mello talking about not only his uh, future projects, but what he's currently doing and what him and I will be doing together on here. Uh, before we get into it, I just want to let you guys know about Serenity Landscaping Services. They are not only booking for their big projects coming up. We are at like the middle of March now, getting into April. So they'll also be booking spring cleanings, yard cleanups, and anything else that you might have to do. Let them do the work for you. Make it easy on yourself. What you're going to want to do is give them a call at 518-331-0774. Again, that's 518-331-0774. That is Serenity Landscaping Services. And you're going to let them know that Chris from Chewing the Rag referred you. Also, um, while you guys are here, if you would just, you know, like, subscribe, share, rate, whatever platform you are listening to the podcast on, or if you're watching on YouTube, just subscribe there. Uh, anything that helps out the algorithm, it's a free way to just help me out, um, you know, growing a podcast by yourself without any real help or guidance can be a pain. So those are just some free, easy ways to help me out. And if you actually enjoy if you don't enjoy it, don't rate it. I don't give a shit or rate it one star, whatever. Do what you legitimately want to do. And um, we are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music. If you go to chewingtherag.com, you'll have all our links. We're over on TikTok as well. We're good, bro. Jesus. <laughs> that shit was a pain in the ass. <laughs> yeah, it was oh, a couple man. hours to get here. I know, bro. We had, I mean, we had a whole other day planned. And then How we was had... that? Yeah. It took us a few days to get here. <laughs> <laughs> Different hours of the day planned. <laughs> shit was a damn mess, but we are here. I am here today. I am joined by one half of the Who You Got podcast, my man, Mello. How you doing, man? Doing good, doing good. Pleasure to be here. Appreciate the appreciate the invite, Chris. Yeah, bro. I had to, you know, I don't do sports on here, but I had to throw on the jersey and the hat just because I was like, you know what? We're gonna do who you got. We're gonna have him on here. I'm doing it. <laughs> I seen that you when you come in the camera, I was like, damn, it's not football season. You're still wearing cowboys gear. Okay. <laughs> bro, I'm just hoping to get somebody in free agency. This is a this is a prayer shot at, at this point. <laughs> I know you at this point the fans gotta do the promoting and the recruiting. Bro. Jalen Ramsey to Miami. Did you just see that? Just seen that today. That's a scary team now. AFC East is shaking up. Diggs look like he's not going back to Buffalo, or at least don't want to. It's crazy out there. (laughs) Honestly, they they did say uh, uh, they do think that speculation, him trying to go with his brother. Yeah, bro. That's that's my prayer here. So for who you got, it's you and Yasin. And how did that you know, how did you guys get started with that? I know obviously you both like sports, otherwise you wouldn't be doing it, but how did you really get started with who you got? Yeah, um, I, I like I want to say like five years ago, the idea of doing a little sports podcast popped in my head uh, with a whole different friend group. Um, but just initially thinking of what you gotta do, I mean, you can you can attest to that. You got two podcasts, just the startup of everything. It's it's a it's a lot of work, just production, making sure everything's good. So it never really planned out. Um, but, but, but Yasin, um, he's basically, uh, Rado and me grew up for the last 10 years. He has a lot of videography, photography experience. He does the AJ music, you know, he's a jack of all trades. So, um, after one time of us, like argument after argument, 
of us getting into a fight. And I remember one time it really got spicy and it was about Ben Simmons um, a couple of years ago. And we almost like, I wouldn't say almost fought, but <laughs> boy, we were, we was getting bad. Um, so I, I got a lot of other projects I, I like to do. I got other podcast ideas, documentaries, series, movies. Um, but I was really facing a, a creative block uh, for a couple of years. So I was like, I need something, what I thought would be easy uh, to kind of get myself started. Uh, not not easy, you know, two years in where we're doing a lot better than we expected, but we're so far from where we want to be. Um, but I basically had someone who I already knew about recording, had mics, had everything set up. I pretty much brought my production uh, to his directing and everything got put together. And here we are. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, like you said, it's it's a pain because uh, realistically, so like there was a podcast before these, it was three bedroom apartment. There was like four of us that knew about it. That was my original podcast idea when I was doing stand up. Cause I was like, every stand up has podcasts. I got to do mm-hmm. it. But like, I just, I didn't really take it serious. And then as you know, Ray approached me and he was like, do you want to do something? And that's how dangerously average dudes came about. And it was just like, that's when I sat down and I was like, I got to learn how to do this shit. Cause neither one of us know what we're doing, but we both want to do it. So <laughs> somebody has got to, just put their head down at work and it was i mean i'm still learning this shit you saw how long it took me to get this damn thing set up for you i'm over here trying to send links i know <laughs> like yo, granddad and not even that i'm i'm he's like yo, I, got, I got this invite i'm like I, I didn't get it you sending me invites on zoom i'm on skype so we're really like two 80 year olds like what is wrong i can't get this to work like, bro i had to open definitely a, a bad moment <laughs> I'm sitting here like I'm putting numbers in and saying invalid code. I'm like, I don't even think this is the right format. Like, what's going on? Hundred percent, like some old geezers. Really felt like somebody's granddad. I was like, damn, we're both terrible. Bro, as soon as you sent the invite and I and I clicked on it, it still didn't even like dawn to me that it's right. Zoom. I clicked on it, then the whole Zoom thing popped up. I'm like, what is this? And I'm like, oh, that was my fault. <laughs> So you sent me the code, but I'm like, oof, I, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, you're like, yeah, this ain't working. I'm like, son of a bitch, what do I got to do? I'm like, what's your email? That's how you know. It was a, <laughs> like, I could have just texted it. Like, what's your email? <laughs> what's your email? A hundred percent. And I'm sitting here in my spam. Like, I don't got it, bro. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. But that, but that's how it is. Um, Even even now, though, he, he does all. Like, he does videography, photography, edit, clips the videos, uh, make sure we're streaming. Uh, got all the mics and everything set up, work on our sound. But even then, like you said, we didn't know what we were doing. Like, right. that's just recording wise. Like, there's so much more that I did not anticipate. And it, it definitely threw me for a loop. But once you get in it, like, like you get in it, like yeah. you, you on your second podcast. I got a second one coming out this year. This is my third podcast uh, guesting this year. Like, once once you're in it, you really you, you find a love for it and you start to learn to love the work a little bit. Exactly. And then, like, it just comes down to you know, you can't be one of those people who's like, I'm not going to go to this guy's pot. Like, I'm trying to get on everybody. If you want to have me, I'm a, I'll, I'll, you want to talk sports? I'm a casual. I'll talk sports. Like, we're going to, we'll figure something out. Somebody's got something for me. A hundred percent. For for me, I will be honest. I do try to stick away from a few topics. Uh, just because some, some topics have like a, granted sports do have a cult-like following, but <laughs> yeah. it's a little bit more. <laughs> 
we can it, it, hey you hate this person i hate this person at the end of the day it's sports uh but there are certain topics that i like i'll be honest uh religion political and relationship stuff well i'm not doing that no nope. um i'll be honest i'm a casual like you said when it comes to sports but at the end of the day if i have an opinion i'm gonna back it up by facts yeah that's easy with sports the rest of that I, i'll leave for the professionals man yeah no i ain't touching like they're definitely not politics i'll make a couple oh, no. jokes about politics but you're not gonna sit here and debate with me <laughs> you're not win. at all <laughs> you'll win you i'll just gloves off you can have it <laughs> yeah we're not doing that or or same thing with relationships like your boy been single for a while i i'm good over here with advice yeah 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 no yeah, don't come to me you guys <laughs> I've been married. Like I'm married. I have a son. Don't, I don't want to give you any advice. You don't need my advice. You need to go talk to somebody who's going through what you're going through because it ain't me. <laughs> That's a fact. Um, <laughs> but other than that, the spectrum is wide, man. Um, mm -hmm. Sometimes you feel like you got a voice, you know, I do like to try to venture off to more serious top serious topics this year, but also the, the whole, just keeping it light. Like some, sometimes people just like listen to sports, listen to a laugh, just, just hearing someone just walk around the mic, talk about some stories or some funny experiences like that. That's something I like bringing to the people. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, same boat for me, even like, like our couple of last guests, it's mostly like, you know, we're joking, we're joking, we're joking. And then it's like being a dad is this. And then it's like back to jokes. <laughs> it's like, I'm not trying to only throw punchline, punchline, punchline at you. Like, I'll give you a, a nugget here or there, but I'm, I just, everything about me is comedy. Like, I was just about to out, say, what's your history? Like, <laughs> like, everything about me is just be funny. So I, I have a hard time just sitting there for an hour and not being funny. Now, nah, I mean, that's, for sports, I don't really get that opportunity. Um, right. I do like to throw in a little, you know, jokes here and there. Uh, but like, just having that that opportunity where because really I, I the one thing I, I learned about podcasts that it really is not about it because about the fans but in the moment it's honestly about you and the person you're with having just that conversation 100 um, so like as long as you're with someone who you could flow with um that at the end of the day if you are meshing together well and it's not a serious topic or even if it is jokes are going to come out especially with yeah. someone like your ass there's no <laughs> way you could take anything serious bro <laughs> I had Ray because, you know, the new season of Fortnite came out and he's been dying to play. So I was like, all right, let me download it. I started playing with him. I just this man couldn't sit still. Like He's like, bro, I'm going to get shot. He's dying laughing. I don't even remember. I was saying just stupid. I told my brother we were playing. I was like, shut up. You got a kaleidoscope pussy. And Ray's like, what the fuck is a kaleidoscope <laughs> pussy? And I was like, I don't know, bro. I just things whole just time, man, my head, shot at from the side. He's over here laughing at your jokes. We started dying. We, I was like, bro, I'm going to get shot. I'm laughing too hard. This is game. <laughs> and that's why you can't put all four of us in a party together. It's no, no. way. No, that's just a that at that point, you just got to stream and know, like, look, you're not watching four dudes streaming to win these motherfuckers are streaming to crack jokes and you're just here for that only. <laughs> like, yeah there's there's bro. not one game i'm prolific at but i'm i'm very good at being average at a lot of things yep 100 so. <laughs> that's that's all it is bro that's why like i'll be like oh let's uh we'll hop on stream and then i'm fucking getting smoked 40 to 20 in madden and i'm like i'm never streaming again this game's fucking bullshit that dude's cheating it's never they're better than me they're always cheating like i'm not I'll be honest, like I can, it. I can just actually admit they're better than me because <laughs> the the amount of times I play any, and I mean any single game online, my skill level is never yeah. up to par. Like Madden, 2K, Call of Duty, Fortnite, everything I hop on, I'm getting scraped by motherfuckers putting in hours and months, <laughs> yeah, and bro. it's like it's just not even fun anymore. Like, I'm gonna stay here in my career mode. 
and I'll, I'll drop my 40, 20, and 13. Like, I'm good. Like, I'm a superstar over here. They, they love me here. Like, I'm the MVP. Like, fuck all this. I go play online. I'm getting two points, five rebounds, and I'm shooting three for nine. Now these te- these motherfuckers look at me like, who's him? Little, little do they know mm-hmm. I run shit where I'm from. Yeah, so. yeah bro. You come come over to the Jazz at a home yeah, game, so That's bitch. what I'm, I'm saying. Come, come watch my highlights. So you just see me put a poster on that, man? I dropped 70 points. Stop lying. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I swear to God. Oh shit. I like what you guys do on who you got though, because like like you said, everybody's got an opinion, but like for me, I could never do a sports podcast because it's so hard to be subjective. And like what you guys do, it's a lot of like it's who you got, like this versus this, this yep. versus this. And like me, my sports MMA, that's what sports are. It's just this guy versus this guy. So I really like that format of things that you guys do. I like just pitting things up against each other more than anything like a lot of these sports podcasts they want to pretend they're analysts they want to pretend they're breaking news and it's like bro i went to high school you're not breaking news you work at testos like you're not breaking fucking news (laughs) and they'll try to spin it in a way like as if they just found something that's yeah i i I, it's crazy and it's not like a a hating thing no but the amount of sports podcasts i don't listen to because i just completely hate how they go about things Mm -hmm. Uh, like when i'm setting things up i like i don't watch sports shows anymore because i find that i will subconsciously start having the same or start trying to have the same topics or same conversations like if i like like lamar jackson we just did an episode on that a few days ago there's no way in hell we're not gonna do an episode on that everyone's talking about it but for us it was more of a we've already had this conversation multiple times where we had a whole segment on whether or not lamar uh not signing that extension was going to hurt him in the long run. So for us, it wasn't just because everyone was talking about it, but obviously that's breaking news. Yeah. We're going to throw our opinion, pull back our previous, because he had one, he, he, he went one way, I went another way. So we, we got the stats to prove that those are opinions. So it's, it's definitely where it's, it's a little every, like even on ESPN, all the damn shows are the same shows talking yeah. about the same things. A hundred percent. It makes no sense. No. And that's, that's the thing with sports. Like, that's why I like, I like what you guys actually like. I'm a legitimate like, fan of what you guys do. Obviously I, you're my boy and we're friends and I have you on here for that. But like, I legitimately like the way you format what you two do over there because it's redundant everywhere else. Just the way people go about it. You guys, you kind of spin your own angle on it and you back it up. Like you said, you guys do your research. I've seen you both pull out fucking pads. Like I wrote this shit down. You're not going to get yes, me on fact. this. Uh-huh. And if I got, if I got to pull it up on Google right now, like yeah. we've done that, 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 those are the good episodes where, cause we never know what we're going or what way we're choosing for mm-hmm. anything. And we just let it come out in an episode. So there'll be a lot of times where we will like surprise each other. Like, oh, like, oh, you really like, um, UFC episode a couple couple weeks ago. Obviously, you're a fight fan, so you'll have mm-hmm. an opinion on this. Uh, we're talking about uh, Valentina uh, fighting against uh, Alexa. Um, obviously, I was like, listen, I had high praises for Valentina. I'm like, listen, at this point, she's, to me, I do think she's the pound-for-pound pound woman's great. She's only lost to Nunes twice. Very close to scissor yeah. losses at Nunes's weight. I think if Nunes was able to drop what she can't anymore, which is why she's at where she's at, Valentina will give her another run for her money. So for me, I was like, I understand Nunez the goal, but Valentina is really like one B for me. Yeah. Um, and he was like, No, yeah, yeah, I definitely got Valentina second behind Rousey. And I was like, What? <laughs> Excuse me. I saw that. 
excuse me? So uh, th- that right there, we got to do a whole episode on that because that's wild yeah. for me because the fact that you got Rousey first, Valentina second, and Nunes third, Jeez. like that that was just baffling. So we had to stop the whole episode. I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> run that back. What, what did you just say? <laughs> so it, it, it it's nice, and I like doing that. I don't like having everything written out of the T. As long as I give us the topics we say we want to say and we're, mm-hmm. we know, hey, if we fall on the same side, we just both fall on the same side, agree what we agree on and move on. If not, then we have our both points to, to back up while we do. So it's definitely a good format. And we've, we've been trying to tune it. It's, it's two years and we still got a long ways to go. Yeah, I mean, two years realistically. I mean, when you're recording, because you see how many episodes you guys have, like that it feels it does like, seem like a lot. <laughs> yeah, but like two years, like that's a big, like you're still new at your job if you're there for two years. You know what I mean? Like you're exactly so like, it's definitely still a baby, but you guys, you guys put out good content. You put out a lot of content, which those two don't always go hand in hand. Like you, you sometimes it's, you get the quality over quantity. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But so luckily we have two different styles and it clashes. It, we try to d- decide on what we want, but I'm, I'm more of an emphasis on quality. He's more of an emphasis on quantity. Um, so we have like, we just, we find a way to mess it together, but I'm very big on, I don't care. I don't want to put out junk. Like I refuse to just like, it has to be something I believe in. It has to be something I feel like is good work. No, I agree. When I first started even this one, like my wife wasn't home. I I sat down for like a full hour. I was like, let me introduce this, you know, new podcast, what it's going to be, what's going on. And that never seen the light of day. I scrapped it. Like literally I scrapped. That's why the teaser is really only a half hour because i just did a full hour and i didn't like it like and i'm not putting out if i'm not gonna like it these people that i'm trying to bring in like why are they gonna like what i'm saying if even i don't stand by it so i agree with that 100 percent. but i also agree that okay we could put out five quality but that's not gonna listeners still want that steady week to week basis especially if you're a weekly podcast for example so you got to make sure you really just got to be on your A game. And sometimes you're going to be on your B game, but you know, you got to just put it out there. <laughs> like, no, um, a hundred percent. They, like you said, they want the consistency, mm-hmm. any, any surviving podcast or just, you know, cause when you, when you get into this kind of realm of creation or content creation, now you're talking podcast, social medias, YouTube, anything around those realm, you have to be consistent to not only get a fan base, but then you have to be even more consistent to retain that fan base. So definitely. And and that's um, a lot of people do put out what not junk, but just low quality stuff just to throw in fillers. Like something we're trying to do is a lot of TikTok trends to kind of throw in fillers. That's something we're trying to raise it because we want to get more stuff out there. But at the end of the day, we're not just going to throw a bunch of stuff together just to have it just to throw it out there so it's definitely a fine line of trying to find a balance yeah no i i uh was actually gonna bring that up i've noticed both of you not even just you um doing those tiktok trends and whatnot and that's similar to like i don't even know if we follow it on the new tiktok but like on the chewing the rag tiktok that i have similar to the same thing like even if i'm not putting out a clip from last week's episode or a teaser for this week's episode i'll just throw up like a madden stream clip or an old stand-up bit uh, i put something it was like me just getting ground and pounded and i put like my opponent as the irs and me like my tax return plans like just something <laughs> stupid like that that it's like you got to put out something to hold these people over because your podcast is once a week 
your TikTok, you're going to put one clip out a week or your social media, you're going to put one post a week. So I liked what you guys were doing with the TikTok. And I, I kind of like followed that. I was like, I see what he's doing. I see what he's TikTok doing. TikTok is, is very crucial right now. TikTok and Instagram. Um, YouTube is the hardest to grow. Uh, like right now, I've been, I just been really digging into the branding of it, of really just not just like right now, uh, it, it's gotten to the point where I want everyone to attach me to my podcast, attach my podcast to me. Um, I don't even try to keep my personal pages personal as much anymore. Granted, that was because I just got my page hacked about a month ago. But before that, <laughs> I was on so many suspensions yeah. that I couldn't monetize anything off of my social media. That's mm. another thing, too, getting getting money off of just throwing content out there. Like, at the end of the day, I would love to be doing all this full time. So I got to start somewhere. Um, right. So branding is very important to me right now. Just really trying to get who I am as a person and what I'm about out there. And right now, it is sports. But like you said, you got UFC clips. You got comedies, like Chewing the rag is your brand and it's you. So that that's definitely important on kind of just upping your brand and getting your your followers up there. What's up, buddy? <laughs> oh, we got a guest. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's we keep it authentic here. <laughs> yeah, open door policy. Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised he didn't get on cam. Usually he'll just pop in once in a while. Like he'll hop up. It's funny. But like, I mean, that's another thing with this is I mentioned it on almost every episode about like just being a dad like I don't care if you what am I gonna do go lock him away like bro come over push buttons don't stop my recording don't mess with my knobs but you want to grab the mic and talk for a second say what's up say what's up like I I'm just one of those people like believes don't shelter hide things and it's a dead horse at this point because I talk about it often but I just nah, I like to have him can put their kids up on the mic for yeah, NBA game. Saying. You can do it for your podcast. <laughs> get the kids, man. And honestly, man, not not one person. I don't think I've ever seen a interview or a podcast where it got interrupted by a kid. I was like, oh man, nope, nope, yeah, I'm out of here. Turn it off. Not, <laughs> if anything, I'm rooting the kid on. Let's hear something. Like, what what do you think? Yeah, who who yeah, you yeah. got for this game, bro? <laughs> <laughs> but back to consistency. That was, I mean, you know it better than anybody. Like with dangerously average dudes, like we weren't consistent. We're not a consistent duo at all. <laughs> like, so like it's hard. It people. was something. Yeah. So it was something that I had to take from that and be like, I mean, if you're gonna do it, you gotta. You can't just run two inconsistent podcasts. You're not gonna retain anybody doing that. So, you know, I'm just really big on schedule. You and I, obviously, if you have to reschedule and change things around, like I'm accommodating, you're accommodating. I. You were like, can we do between four and five? And I was like, I got a package coming. <laughs> like, hey, I'll wait. Yeah. So like, and yeah. It's, it's about that communication, though. Like, mm-hmm. just be concise. Like, I can't, like I told you, I'll, I was stuck in, in a whole nother city for the night. Like, I'm I'm not even <laughs> on my way home by 11. And that was when we were supposed to do it. Mm-hmm. So I, it's all about communication. But it is definitely hard with, with two people living two different types of lives. Obviously, uh, I know you and Ray Percy, so you're both fathers, uh, mm-hmm. both, you know, working different types of jobs, different schedules and all that. So it can definitely be difficult. Yeah, so that was, yeah, that's literally all it comes down to is just you have to, I don't know what that was all about. My computer messed up. I thought we stopped recording, but it literally just comes down to that communication and that's for anything. But for podcasting specifically with you and I both know it as co-hosts of podcasts that you're trying to grow, like that communication is huge, 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 huge. And yeah, that's um, that's actually a really big part of like what we're working on and who you got. 
um, the first year. This we're uh, about to be, I think we're a month away from two two full years, yeah. um, and just under a hundred episodes. Um, but the first year we just did just winged it so bad. Um, we really didn't know we were doing it. We was just flying by the seat of our pants. Um, and for a startup, it, we did really good. And obviously, like we thought we were doing good. It was fun. Um, but then the second year, um, I personally like I started to dig a little bit more into what we were doing, how we were doing, and we were just kind of stagnant. Um, so I was like, we had a good boom in the beginning, but now we're just like a couple, couple uh, thousand subscribers, a couple hundred, uh, no, a couple hundred subscribers and a couple thousand listeners per episode. Um, like at this point, we, we're trying to grow a little more. Uh, so for a big part of it is putting pen to paper, setting short-term goals. Um, me, um, it's, I, it's so crazy because like every Friday I usually get, get on my phone um, while I'm working. I'm trying to just look at the week, see how we did see what goals we have for this week. If we missed the app or if we missed a, a, a goal when it came to posting videos or posts, cause now we do blogs now, mm-hmm. uh, keeping the website up to date. Uh, so every Friday it's just me uh, sending essays. A lot of times I'll be having a time. My co-host, like, I hope you don't think I'm young at you. Cause it just be, yeah. <laughs> like, we need to do this. We need to do this. We missed mm-hmm. this this week. Blah, blah. And I'm like, just, that's my day when like, so we have to, we are very focused on, like I said, short-term goals. So you can actually see progress. Um, right now I'm really focused on the analytics, but especially, like I said, we, like I found out a year in that we had different ways of doing things that we didn't really notice because we were just doing things however we wanted. Right. So at that point, I'm like, all right, we got to find a way to work that together and find ways that that don't work together. Like you said, open communication. I'll say, hey, this is what I want to do. What do you think? Uh, sometimes we'll fall on different sides, try to find a way to find even ground. Um, but it is definitely a lot. Like we're honestly talking every single day about the podcast, things we need to do that day, things we did yesterday, things we do tomorrow. Like it's an everyday thing. And it's been helping. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's something that, so this dude, Milton, who, you know, did stand up with me throughout Milton Young is his name. He still to this day, I don't even know if he gets on stage, but to this day, he'll go on Instagram. He'll put, you know, his story up and it's a journal out with a date on it. And he journals every single day. And he always told me like, dude, keep a journal on you. Because like me, I'm, I love to riff. Like I love to riff. I'll come in here and I'll just freestyle. We'll improv. We'll have fun. But at a certain point, it's like, and then you're pausing you're saying um you're saying this and you're not really there's no transition there so if you have something written out you can rift all you want and then you're like back to this and then you get to that topic so I, i'm trying to do better with short-term goals if, if something sticks out to me throughout the day get it up here real quick even if it's on my phone paper whatever it is jot that down so i know like i'm gonna talk about that this this week's episode or whatever recording it is so that's that's huge to me and it's good to see that not only Yasin, I'm sure he receives that well as well, because like that's benefiting both of you guys for even if I'm sure he's doing his own thing too, but like for one of you to sit down once a week and send all that over, like that's that's probably helping him more than even you know. Yeah, no, um, it, it's definitely helping. Like I said, we have a different way of doing things, and <clears throat> I like communication is key. So like. Um, I was, it was one podcast we were doing and like, I'm very big on being prepared, but like last week I really had to like lay out from like, there's something that's been happening that I don't like. And I don't think I've made it clear 
how much it bothers me. So if there's anything I can ask for, like, we just can't do that again. And that's not being prepared to talk about a topic um, like I did in research before, especially with sports. Mm. Um, so I think the UFC episode, um, we're, we're getting ready for it, about to record. He's a uh, oh, um, let's throw in uh, the Chandler versus McGregor um, ultimate, or they're doing ultimate fighter. Mm. And I was like, like, I don't even know anything about that, really. You know, like, <laughs> yeah. he was like, oh, just, you know, throw it in real quick. But for me, it was like, there is no throwing in real quick. Like, once we start a topic, you can't just mention it for 30 seconds and just try to move on. Like, right. it's, it, we're going to end up talking about it. So I was like, uh, like, all right, but, you know, we did because it wasn't that. It was just mentioning, like, all right, I don't need to know too much. I know enough about each fighters to, you know, we know whatever. Um, so then later that week, I'm on a guest podcast. Um, he sent me, he was like, hey, there, these are three topics we're talking about. I thought he was asking me which one. I wanted to talk uh, about. So I responded with um, these two. And I said, I don't really want to talk about these two. I told him why. I think one of them was a brown injury. I'm like, at this point, he's 38. Like, what do you, it's, right. the conversation's played out. Like, I, yeah. what are we going to talk about? <laughs> Another one was like uh, Russell Wilson and Carol and just everything that happened there in Seattle. I was like, I actually got an episode planned with Yasin coming up about that. So I was like, the other topic was the Charlotte Hornets and mm. just what the hell's going on there. So <laughs> yeah. I was like, yeah, we could talk about that. That's a good one. <laughs> he never read my response correctly. So when I showed up the day of, he was like, all right, here's the three thoughts we're talking about. I was like, I only researched the one. Yeah. He was like, and then he added two more. While we're there, he's like, oh, and then we're also going to talk about uh, Michael Jordan's uh, son uh, dating Laura Pen- uh, Pimpin. <laughs> I'm like, yo, or Larsa Pimps. I'm like, yo, what is- I don't know about any of this. So that happened, and four days after that, that happened. And then literally last week's episode, I think it was, oh, the Lamar Jackson, and he brought up something today of, um, it was a little bit miscommunication, but he was like, oh, like, let's have a couple of minutes in the end of the episode to talk about kind of quarterback movements. And I'm like, no, like that has nothing to do with Lamar. <laughs> but in his mind, he was wanted to talk about, well, if if Carr went to this team, if the Jets are looking at Aaron Rodgers, like mm. what's the landscape looking like for Lamar? But in my head, it was like, when you say let's talk about something separate for another 10 minutes and then you wait till the day of, I'm like, bro, like, so it was just like, I was way overwhelmed by just, I just don't like being unprepared. Yeah. So I was like, so had had to let him know, you know, we kind of kept, and we, we do go back and forth on certain things. He's like, oh, like, this is why I think this would be relevant. I'm like, well, this is why, like, I got to set up the episodes in a certain way. So conversations flow, transitions flow. There are no empty spaces. We're not sitting there, um and um, and like, I do that very specifically. So after, like, the next day, I was like, listen, I, I, I need to just flat out say, if, I bring up something like, hey, let's do an episode of this. And you say, oh, let's add this and add that. I'm like, all right, there, that 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 works. That, but if you wait till the day of the day, like, do not do that to me because <laughs> I can almost guarantee you I'm not gonna like that, and I'm gonna want to say no. Mm. And so at this point, if you know that that's gonna happen, don't even bother bringing it up because I'm not gonna receive it well. Right. And right. I had to let them know that it's just we've been working on it for two years. Uh, we we've been. Uh, getting a little bit more, I don't want to say bunt heads, because at the end of the day, we know we're best friends. We know what we're trying to do, but we do have to find a way to continue to work with each other even more extensively than we have been if we want to continue to grow on the way we want to. On top of that, like I said, videography, photography, everything he does, all my other projects I have in mind, he's my guy. Yeah, right. Like, if course. you were in my life and you have those skills, I'm not going to go out and find that. So this, for me, also is a learning experience for us 
because with me and him, are, like, I already got a documentary that I've been planning on work on, and he's already someone involved in his family, so he's already getting footage for me. Like, he's he's going to help me put all that together. Any other shows or podcasts he's going to be involved in, you know, any any movie or series I ever write, I don't care. I'm 50, 80 years old. He's going to be that main guy for me. Yeah. So it's a very big on me to find a way to make sure we are very, very open with communication, no matter how we feel at the time, because that is the best way to find a working relationship. Yeah. You know, we're going to hurt each other feeling sometimes. That's just, I think that just comes with it. Especially like, I mean, short term, maybe not because in the beginning of anything, it's like, it's fun. It's like the honeymoon phase of it. It's fun. But now you're approaching two years of that. It doesn't just, it's not about just fun anymore. Now it's exactly. like, I mean, we're at subscriber numbers are up here now. Likes are up here now. Monetization, like you said, you know, we got merch. We just got our website launched, which that was dope. Good job on that. But like, like that's all on the up and up. That means we need to, as each like each other's co-hosts, we need to be on the up, up, up and up. Mm-hmm. And if I'm doing this and I'm like, you know, you know, you're my guy. I need you to understand that I can come to you with, things that i don't necessarily like that you do and you you know maybe you don't like something i do just bring that up to me as well it's not gonna hurt my feelings i'm not trying to hurt your feelings i'm trying to make this better for both of us so that that all is extremely important yeah and like like you said like you made a very good point definitely shout out uh to yasin stay's name is actually rado it's mellow and rado uh so people are like if they don't know who yasin is from who you go oh, okay um <laughs> but he takes like any any issue or any um concern I have with something, he does take it very well. Um, and I I'm I'm, I'm personally I'll be honest, I'm trying to do the same. I'm not I don't take things as well as he do. Yeah. Um, because for me, I'll be honest, I had this idea for my in my head for five plus years. And when it comes to so, I have so many other production ideas, I see things in a certain way. That's the one thing I'm being or trying to be better at that you are working with someone. And this this podcast, we agreed to to basically be 50 50. There's certain other projects where it's all right, like if this is how I want to produce it and I want you to record, direct, and all that, it still has to be with my direction. I'll give you your creative like liberty, but then they, the, the vision is mine. This is something that we decided together on. So, like, I'm, I'm actually like, he takes criticism or anything way better than I do I'll be completely honest so that's something I myself have learned to take a step back like this isn't just your baby it's 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 both yours and like clearly I got him for the skills he has like he's good at editing good at hashtags picking songs and audios there's a lot that just I don't know about that he's bringing the skills to the table and he's teaching me and he lets me know like right now he's the one teaching me about hashtags or what what hashtag to use and how to get your videos popping all that so that's something where I learned that I'm not like it's it's a give and take. Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I I give him a little bit, but I also learned like all right, you need to you need to learn to take a little bit as well. Yeah, hundred percent. I'm I've never been good with. Well, I think I'm good, and then I meet somebody who's actually good, and I'm like, I suck at taking. <laughs> like, it's just I like things a certain way. And yeah, once that's it, what it seems is. like it's not going to be that way, it's like, oh, this is not coming out how I want it. It's the same thing with like even outside of content and podcasts and like my nine to five, you know, if I'm going to work and my day is usually structured like this, 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 and this, like, I mean, I'm in a warehouse, so things change daily, but you throw in something that's usually never in my, and I'm like, why am I in trouble? Like you added more, (laughs) like what is, (laughs) so it's like, it's the same sort of thing 
where I just want, I expected my day to be like this. You can't be upset with me because you threw something my way and I'm pushing back a little bit. Like, that's just not how it's going to be. No, nah, but like I said, uh, I, I think just flat out telling him, like, I can't, like, I, and that was like, I think a week ago. And like, I think I was like, damn, like, I need to start actually saying, like, I told him, like, bro, like, please be vocal about, you know, anything you want, like, anything you need. Like, obviously, like, I don't want this to seem like it's one way because he's way more just chillax with it. Just goes with the flow. Yeah. yeah so songs are putting out videos. <laughs> we're dropping episodes. Like, we're good. Yeah. And, and, I, and I love that. But for me, I just, like, I, I want I want so much growth because, like I said, the sports was the beginning for me. Like, I got a mental uh mental health podcast that, that I'm going to be starting this year. Like, I, I got like a documentary that I'm going to be starting this year and and for me, I want to be able to get so good at the podcast stuff to where I can put it on a back burner while I'm not losing or feel like I'm neglecting it. Right. And, right. and unfortunately, we're still so far from that. Yeah, of course. I mean, that's just, I mean, you're at this point, we've harped on it, but two years. So it makes sense that you're not there yet. Mm-hmm. I know it almost feels like you're like, damn, we should be close to that. But two years is not, I think you both have a solid enough work ethic and you guys put out good enough content where you'll get to that point where that could be kind of pushed aside in a sense so that you can work on your other ventures. And I mean, he's a DJ, he has other ventures as well. He's going to be helping you on your other ventures. So I think you'll both come to an agreement on that, pushing it to the side. We got it to this point. It's good for now. We can still obviously do our episodes so we don't lose our following there. But now we can pursue that next level. You've talked about the documentary. You've talked about it a few times in private to us. And then you obviously bring it up now in public. Can you tell me anything at all about that? On what it is, what it's about, or you? Uh, yeah. Um, it's not like something is secret, but you know, with most creators, you just when things are unfinished, yeah. just, you know. <laughs> um, but no, it's it's just a, a lovely story. Uh, as I said, it's actually someone he, he knows. It's uh Rado's brother's uh fiance. Uh, soon to be wife um, and mother of his child. So uh, basically uh, his sister-in-law. Uh, so uh, his family's from Bulgaria, moved moved out here uh, early when they was born, uh, came to the States. I think he was like, eight or nine years old. Um, but so is, um, her, her name is B. Um, so, so is B. Uh, her family's from Bulgaria, same thing. Mother moved out here um, when they were children. And, you know, obviously you know how it is for the immigrants trying to come out here and live that American dream. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know too, too much about the background. Still got to get a little bit more. Um, but from what I know, I think she was in nursing. Obviously, um, mother had a passion for dancing. Uh, she grew up uh, having a passion for dancing. Um, it's a it's a big cultural thing uh, where they're from as well. Uh, they have a very big Bulgarian community uh, that just has such a aspect of community and, and it, it revolves around dance. Um, so at, at a certain point, I do believe she took a chance to basically take that jump and decided to take the less secure route and open up her dance studio. And a couple of years down the road, I don't even think she's been three years deep and the growth has been exponential. Um, they're opening up a gymnastics uh, level on the floor. Like it's just, Dang. she's doing so much. Um, and for me, I, I'm basically doing a documentary about uh, her life. It's a weird, cause it's going to be revolving around her life, the culture of dance, um, kind of how her mother got her, and and just uh everything around how she's now teaching the next generation you know um i'll be honest she just had a son 
I'm hoping, you know, maybe the kid gets into the dancing a little bit yeah. as well. And that could be just kind of just a little bow at the end of the, uh, at the end of the project. Uh, but basically the story is in a, in a way about her, about the passion for dance. Just, I don't know exactly how right. it's all going to be pieced together, um, but it's basically going to be involving uh, kind of just her and her studio, the kids that she's involved with and just how dance kind of just became her whole life. Yeah, no, that's good. It's good. Like I said, I was just interested because I'm I'm the same way where it's like I don't want to let it out too early because just anything, anything at all. It's the same thing when if you're losing weight and you start talking about it, and then if something happens and you're not losing the weight, it's like, damn, I hyped this up. One <laughs> so bad week again, you five yeah. pounds like it's nothing. <laughs> like I hyped this up and I'm a lazy sack of shit. So like it was I just I was like, all right, he's brought it up a couple times. I think now's the time I could really see what this thing's about no that's interesting because it's not only about that um coming to america american dream it's it worked and in a few short years so it's it is, it'll be interesting to see how it worked and how it all began and where it is now and yeah, if the son gets involved that'll be nice <laughs> for me that's the, i don't know that he, he's, he's still he's still a baby but yeah. I, that's how i think when when i'm when i'm putting projects together i'm, I'm thinking of ways i could pull in you know, just the life story to really, you know, because uh, like I said, it's for me, it's like, yes, it's about her life, but it's really also about the passion mm-hmm. uh, for dance. At the end of the day, everyone who's pretty much going to be in that documentary decided to make dance that important in their life, you know, especially for her. Like, like I said, a lot of people would have easily took nurse, just oh, not yeah. even worried about like, you know, just because we're not getting the bills paid, you're not finding opportunities. Um, So for her to chase her dreams to the point where she opened up a studio um in in chicago and for that studio to be successful mm. no that's that'll be good i like i like stories like that is that when it works because mm-hmm. you know obviously you could throw away that that nursing job and if it doesn't work it's like <sighs> like especially if they're good people no <laughs> like, yeah and then you, you see, see that it. a lot is like most people don't even try no because they they they're scared of it'll work if it'll work and and that's I think what's most inspiring to me about this is not only did she try that I mean she must have had the faith and love for it but she clearly must have had a very supportive family and mm-hmm. support group that allowed her to take that jump and I, and I want to capture all of that a hundred percent I mean that's that's the stuff that you don't really see is you know how the husband took it how the rest of the family took it like you're you're seeing your wife say yeah I got this nursing job but it's not what I want to do. You as a husband have to be like, well, we do have a family to support, but that family is you. Like we have to support you as a part of the family. So go for it. And it'll be interesting to even see his point of view on it. Yeah. So um, they, uh, they've been together, I think a few years, but they have history, um, same country, but yeah. she's been his, like going back, I think 10 years, she's danced for him a couple of times at performances. Cause he's, uh, that's where Yasin pretty much, his brother's a hip hop violinist, travel the world. Yasin uh, pretty much does a lot with him while doing photography, videography, DJing, all that. Um, so that's basically, they met through dance as well. You know, so yeah, it's yeah. It, like, I to me, everything's just evolving around that yeah. and just have a success story. And like I said, I hope they just throw little Leo in dancing as well. <laughs> you know, just, just get him started, just to kind of, just wrap all that up and just really just just have it be a masterpiece. Yeah, I'm sorry if he don't. You got to get a just a little just just something like a kid. stunt double. Like yeah, yeah, need your a kid. stunt I need double. Your kid. Yes, <laughs> yes. Uh, well, I definitely like 
without sounding creepy, at a certain point, uh, we're going to have to interview and yeah. record some children, obviously with the parents' permission and all right, that. Right, right, right. But like, they're going to be a part of it. So also thinking about revolving it around competition to where they have the kids training for that competition the struggles they're going to i have you know one or two you know uh kids that are top of the class that you know this is that next you know prodigy or something like that yep. all right so it's it's a lot to piece together uh some part of you think it might even be a mini series um because i don't i can't imagine how i could fit all that in under three hours yeah uh, um but also once you get a project it becomes a five-hour project and then you really pull out what's unnecessary things like that you can't oversaturate it as well so right we'll see where it lands yeah no i mean once you chop it and everything if you're still looking at three and a half hours then a miniseries ain't a bad everybody's doing a miniseries now anyway no, like, right and we could drop it week series. by week get some yeah. uh excitement over the next episode drop right. some previews it actually could turn into a bigger thing yeah no that'll be that'll be really good i think i think that'll be good especially having because if you did a mini series. I'm a, I'm, a, I'm a director now, I guess. If you did the miniseries, you got, you know, you start early, 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 what happened, how you got here, the culture of dance, and now you fast forward, you're on episode three, and it's like this kid's just sweating his ass off, dancing his ass off because he's got a competition and he's 12 years old or whatever it might be. So it'll be interesting to see how that develops and what you do with it. No, for sure. And, uh, and that's just the beginning, man. Like, I, I feel like, you know, like we talk about certain podcasts, like I don't like getting that call like environment because I do feel like I have a voice, mm-hmm. but only for certain things. Like, you know, I, I'm not a, a say it, I'm not a know it all. I don't hold any specific this is this is law, this is how it is. Um, but you know, I'm a visual person. There's been so many things when it comes to books, uh, movies, shows, music, that it affects your emotions in so many ways. And just to think that I can do that for somebody else, um, good ways you know while telling people's story while getting people in and just their experiences out there is something that i've been really looking for so it's definitely just the beginning yeah no that's why you were one of the people i wanted on here because you know for a few people that i know that know you it's like that's mellow who you got like that's what it is like no i've been in like private group chats with him and other people like i know things that he has planned down the road i just don't know the big picture so like the documentary, I knew you had something down the road, didn't know what it was. Um, the other podcast you've talked about bringing other podcasts to the table. You just mentioned it was a mental health podcast. So how does, you know, where did you get the mental health podcast idea from? How does that come to you? So that's, that's a little tricky. Cause like I said, there's a lot of topics I like to stay away from that yeah. should be one of them. Right. Um, but I'm very specific on, the podcast being me and my friend having conversations with each other. I don't want to ever see us telling people, this is how you do it. This is the way us having conversations with each other, basically trying to talk it out, maybe help each other in hopes that people listening to our struggles and the things we go through might shed some light on maybe you're not only person going through this, other people Mm. are facing that and maybe it might help them if it helps them. Um, but that kind of came about, like, I talk to myself a lot, like to where, like, I'm literally talking things out to myself. And like, I think like the amount of times I told myself, like, I wonder if like, I'm, I wonder if someone else thinks like this, like, I can't be the only one that feels this way. I can't be the only one that going through it. 
Like, I have so many personal, like, when it comes to things I'm not happy with, it all revolves around who I am, who I want to be, the point I am in my life. And I feel like just, especially in our age, like, you get into your late 20s, early 30s, like, a lot of us are still feeling lost. And sometimes talking to a therapist isn't the best because of the, the, what's the word I'm looking for? The, yes, big hundred percent. Yes. And not to mention, I've heard horror stories right. uh, about our age therapists that just don't seem to yeah, be able to keep yeah. their bias out. So as I said, I don't want to be no one's therapist, but at the end of the day, this really, while it is for, we're going to put it for a podcast, put it out for the view. It's something we're doing for us. Uh, I have a very big belief that a, a purpose, the purpose of life is a life of purpose. I was put on this earth to help people. Um, a big reason why I struggle uh, with my mental health is I feel like I haven't found that way yet. The last couple of years with the podcast documentaries, I'm starting to feel like I'm finding myself. Um, but like I said, I don't talk a lot of things out. She's another person that she believes, like we both believe we have such a purpose and a specific duty to those around us to provide so much love and care. And she's one of very few people that holds that at a, such a high standard like me. Uh, so I just feel like us just having those conversations with each other uh, just kind of cr- can create some spark, hopefully hit, hit the right ears, let people know they're not alone. And in reality, honestly, it, it's it's mostly for me. I'm hoping okay. it'll help me. Yeah, no, 100%. I think one thing you said, even without like the stigma or the horror stories, I think even bigger named, you know, comics, whatever it might be that have podcasts, a lot of people go to them and listen to them talk about things that they've gone through and they're like, oh, okay, so I'm not the only one. So even just hearing somebody, whether, you know, through headphones on a screen, whatever it might be, just hearing somebody to have a conversation with someone and you realize like, oh, okay, I'm I'm normal. Like that's a normal thing that somebody else went through 100%. So I think that'll be interesting. Exactly. Honestly, uh, like, you know, you're, you're one of my very few male friends. Uh, this podcast will be uh, uh, with the woman, but for for men, like I, we don't talk a lot about what we go through or enough, right. especially with other men. Um, so being a man that's willing to go out there and be vocal about the problems I go through, not in a, like cause some some people do that, but it, it involves a lot of toxic masculinity. Yeah, yeah. And, it, and like that's so that's why I say I don't like that caught following or that, you know, that nature they have. But I definitely think some some people do need to see that, especially men like I, I do. I do hope that men will listen in. Um, but I, obviously I, I want all sexes to listen in. But I do I do hope that men will listen because a lot of problems I face. I face as a man because of the social structures that were set up to where I grew up thinking this is what I had to do, this is what I had to be, and and those things are starting to be broken down and they should be. Yeah, no, I think especially, like, a lot of people give the current upbringing and what the future will be, like, they give them a lot of shit, but it's like, that's because you guys were always taught, like, just get up, brush it off, move forward. Like, you're not happy that people are on Twitter voicing what's wrong or they're on a podcast voicing what's wrong, and it's like, but that's normal. Like, you should be able to voice... <laughs> something that's you bothering should. you like you would think like oh this is bothering me here's what it is i'm guilty of not doing that but i'm just stuck in my ways i guess like i'll just no, push it, it aside it, it's really hard like i said yeah. some of the reasons i have for for my own unhappiness when it comes to certain levels um is because i i want to be a certain you know person um but that comes from the stigma of what i grew up thinking a man should be right. um 
I, I do feel I fall short in certain ways of what I think a man should be. But then other than I try to tell myself, like, a man should be what you think you're the best man. Like, be mm -hmm. the best you you can be. And as long as you fit in that category, then you're fine. So that's, like, a main part of my struggles is the societal pressure of, like, come on, you got all these uh, podcasts and all these awful males telling you this is what you got to do, this, like, you know, so, but so many people are eating that up. So especially our generation, they're just so convinced that this is what you have to be to be happy. And I'm actually trying to break away from that, just growing up from what when the era we grew up in. Exactly. I mean, even if my son's three, so if you go back four years ago and then you go to me now, like I'm way more open, but that's because I want him to be open. Like I would hate for him to ever like bury something that's bothering him because his dad said, oh, you just got to get over things. Like, no, 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 don't get over Like, come, come talk to me, your mom. Like, I don't just get over it. I've been getting no, right. over it my whole damn life. And there really is no getting over it if you don't go yeah, through it. exactly. So that having just raising a son, like, you know, you hear about girl, dad, girl, dad, girl, dad. Like, you got to raise a man, too. And you got to, like you said, you got to show him what a man should be and let him know that he can just be his own man. Mm -hmm. And it's it's easier said than done. 100%. You know, especially like, and I, and I, I just a man, you like, really just the fact that you said that, like, four years ago, I was different. But once you, once I had a son, I was like, I can't let him grow up the same way I yeah, did. Yeah. And I'll be honest, a lot of men don't do that. And I, I find, I, like, I don't want to say shameful, but it's like, come on, like, you know, you weren't happy. You know, right. you struggled the way you were raised. Why would, and that's just not men, that's just a lot of our parents. Oh, yeah. Why would you raise your children in the same exact nature? And like, sometimes they'll be like, oh, if I didn't, this is what I had to deal with. So you're going to deal with it too. Like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's insane. Like, I, so one of the, the clips I actually put on TikTok was a stand up joke. And it was about how, like, I talked about dangerously average dudes too. Like, when my dad growing up, he liked weed. So, like, he would tell us like go to your room and we would just be locked in our rooms like i would never go into somebody's house and like go in there and be in like oh let's go hang out in your room they'd be like no dude just go in the living room it's like you motherfuckers can hang out in the living room like bro i, I can't hang out in the fucking living room that's you guys, are, you guys this is normal like i'm used to just let's go to your room we'll play games or whatever because like i'll have a game cube in my room but I was, it was either my bedroom or I'm outside. Like, I, there was no living room. There was no casual space. Me and my brothers had like the back area where we had to hang out. And like, if I didn't have my brothers, I'd probably be banging my head off a wall back there as much as I give them shit for the way we grew up. <laughs> but no, now you got your son and yeah, he's completely different. And that's, and that's what, like, we all go through struggles. Like, there's a lot of conversations about breaking generational curses. Um, and I do 100% think we are the generation that's doing that the most. Yeah. But there are certain things I feel like we're still stuck on. Like, the, I'm a type of person, I just question everything. And it's it's a blessing and a curse because it doesn't allow me to be happy with certain answers if I just don't feel like that's what it should be because I need to know why. Right. Um, so a lot of people, they just don't understand the why of why they're doing what they're doing. Yeah. And a lot of it comes from resentment of how they were raised. Yeah, 100%. And that's why... I mean, I guess now is as good a time as any. That's why, like, the reoccurring, you are, I've teased it, M Mello is the one who's going to be that reoccurring guest that comes on here because he's somebody that we can bounce jokes back and forth, but we could also, we could talk about almost anything, and I feel like mm -hmm. it'll be good conversation because we kind of line up similar on a lot of those sort of views. I think you're right. I think this generation is probably the best at, like, breaking those 
cycles and getting out of that. But there's just people who, oh, this is how I was raised, so it's the way you're supposed to be raised. That's that cycle that also people deal with, and I'm hoping that their kids, maybe they'll be the ones that break that cycle. Somebody's got to do it, goddammit. <laughs> no, and honestly, it's a blessing and a curse, but the day, age of technology, it it allows that freedom to see how other people are living. Um, but at the end of the coin, it also fates, uh, creates a false sense of reality that makes you think that you're not living the life everyone should be living. So it's 100%. it's a little bit of both. So like we didn't know other people were living other lives because we lived in the 90s. We didn't have the internet until like no. some of us were like, like probably nine, eight, seven years old. Uh, some of us were in our teens when we got the internet. Even then, we still had to switch that with the phone line. We couldn't unlimited access <laughs> right. you know we were still using maps and and using libraries and books yeah. and stuff so we didn't know a lot now it there's like there's no way to just kind of keep someone sheltered or hidden i mean granted you might be in a small town or something even then like information is just out there so yeah even ho- hopefully they find it 100 percent. even like small towns everybody those kids still want cell phones and then your kid like if you don't give your kid a cell phone it's like your kid doesn't have a phone it's like all right well i guess he's gonna get one so Naturally, you can limit as much as you want. Something somewhere is going to come across their feed, their friend's feed. They're going to get information somewhere. So my goal is to just raise the best environment here that I can so that the information that he's getting from somebody else is like, I mean, that's just how you and your family do shit. That ain't how we do shit around here. Like, But you said it, you, you're open for that discussion. If you have a yeah. question, come ask. So, hey, mm-hmm. uh, I went over Derek's house and like, this is how they do like generally like what's that like all right fine like let, let me tell you like right this is how their family you know so you having that environment for your son just right off the bat like i couldn't ask my family i couldn't i was raised with my no. grandma i could not ask her anything even if i was genuinely curious about something yeah. i didn't understand i because I, I was just like you couldn't even talk to adults back then like you couldn't question you couldn't ask we just did what you told like you said i was constantly sent to my room all the time as well like we still granted we had a we had the plastic on the couches in the living room. So it really made us feel like we couldn't even touch anything. Yeah. We couldn't dirty anything. So it, it definitely like, it really, like I grew up not really feeling like my home was a home. You know? right. Like I just, my room was my room. That was about it. Yep. Um. So just having that environment that you have just right off the bat, it's going to allow them to be more open when they're older. And that's, that's very important. Well, it's so funny. The plastic on the couches. Cause like, I didn't Why? know many people that did it. But every time it was somebody's older black grandmother that like no white grandmother did it. It was always older black women. That and and my thing is like it was never comfortable and at a certain no, point like squeaky like how it's are a you, couch. How like are you just let it be in? a couch. Like that's what I'm saying. Like you moved in five years ago. Like why is it still here? Like. And I guess what it was, they wanted to save it, but like, bro, that junk looks so dingy and stupid yeah, to me. Yeah, now, now it's like, bro, that's tacky at this point. Like, so, like, I don't even think you can find that anymore. Like, no, probably for like moving. Yeah. yeah, like, yeah. At the end of the day, I don't even think they make the clear ones like that individually for that anymore. No, they probably you just gotta, give you one to wrap it around. You gotta go saran wrap it yourself. Yeah, that's what, that's what I was saying. <laughs> I don't even think they sell that. But I'll be honest, those are, if we talk about, Killing curses. I'm not even gonna talk about generational curses. We killed all the right type of fashion curses that we were dealt with yeah, yeah. when it came to the type of materials on the walls, yeah. those ugly ass carpets, <laughs> these couches with plastic. Like I'm so glad we did it a lot the of those wallpaper. Things. That the old wallpaper. Get it out of my wall, face. Bro. Get it out of my that face. That was signing uh panels. Yeah. That, that all those houses used to have. They used I to live... come off the wall. <laughs> yeah. 
I live so like the apartment I'm in, the house I'm in, it's older. My kitchen still has like half half the wall. So like the upper half is like that white. Bottom yeah, half yeah. is that wood panel. And like I was talking to my wife today. I'm like, we could do like this gray or something, like that, get rid of that wood panel. So we're probably gonna do like a dark stain because bro, it just looks so old. It's, it's, a, it's so old. It just now, ages dude. the the room, no matter what you do. To it. We got modern appliances and old walls, and I'm like, it just looks old still. <laughs> Granted, the only thing I would take from being old is those refrigerators. Yeah, they don't make them like they used to. That's the only no. thing I'll take from back in the day. They had the right compartments. I mean, granted, they, they made right. a lot of noise. You had to pull that little tray out from the bottom sometimes. Yeah. But hey, they they were good. My fridge never have no room. It's only three shelves and everything you just shove together. Yeah, exactly. Like they just they dumbed it down. That's what they did. They did. Like they, the, it's back a door. in the day, you You're got good. Those- it was a closet. <laughs> That's what I'm closet. saying. It was a, the apartments, you <laughs> lifting things up. Now they said, listen, we gave you three shelves and the refrigerator costs way more and it's smaller and it's like not as durable at all. So here, deal with it. Yeah, exactly. Bro. Like everything now has to be like cute. It's all small. Like back in the day, that. That's the one thing that they did right. It didn't matter if it was cute. It was they, their vehicles were these big boat fucking cars, but them shits were big boat cars. Like you can move around. I just added them. a Buick. I loved it. A yeah, two, that's what I'm saying. It was it was our uh 2000, but it was uh still had that big body. But yeah. the fact that I'll never be able to drive in a car that I could sit in and spin my seat around, bro, would, still bothers me to this day. I would love that. Bro. Like what? Like they used to treat cars as basically like you could travel with them. You know, yeah, what I'm saying? that's like literally now what they were. Everyone's for. just shoved in. Like, like yeah, it used to be a lot better. I got a third row seating in my car, and it still don't feel like it's enough. <laughs> like, I'm like this. How did like back in the day? I had like a my mom's old Oldsmobile, and like I felt like I had room. And these the three three third row seating SUVs just don't feel like they're doing it for me right now. They really shrink them. Like the amount of places I don't feel comfortable squeezing in because I have a Buick, because my shit is just so big. It's a boat. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah it, they they really used to make those cars a lot bigger, and and that's the one thing where it for me they should have never like all electronic like you said they want slimmer, cuter, yep. prettier, and it's yep. just like we didn't need that for everything. No, they did that with the iPhone. Everybody got cases and fattened them up anyway. So it's like it wasn't well, I necessary. I haven't seen the back of my phone in ten years. <laughs> it, it wasn't necessary to cute those up because everybody bulks them anyway. Like you have to paying a damn car payment for a damn phone. <laughs> yeah. I want to make sure it's protected. Yeah, if I drop that thing once, I'm done. Like I'm there goes everything. I I, I'm reliant on it for GPS. Like your whole life. Literally, my whole life breaks if that breaks. So it's getting bulked up. <laughs> Now that's the one thing the the phones it's always been a, a hit or miss because they now they're bringing the they they're really trying to bring the flip phones back yeah. bringing back all like like to me the the Sidekick was one of the best phones ever it was 100%. the smartphone it was a smartphone you had all the different ways you could slide up you had the mm-hmm. keyboard you had the online accessibility it was every for me it went downhill after that because iPhone you already know they just give you the same crap every year every minus year. or two or thing. Uh, mm-hmm. Android stepping his game up at this point. Like I'm paying camera prices, like little Kodak camera, twelve hundred dollar prices for a brick that's basically a camera. I'm like, yeah. At that point, I might as well just buy a decent phone. But now they don't sell decent phones anymore. Exactly. You have to buy the expensive one. Exactly. Like, I don't know. I just don't get it. Like certain things went out of fashion and it was done right. Some things 
you're trying to bring back. You know you don't, you've made it wrong the past 10 years, and now you're trying to bring it back. Sidekick, I agree. I think that was probably the last like good, innovative thing where they could have just kept that design and nobody would have complained. No, they would right to this day. They could have had a smartphone sidekick where the touch screen was on front and you still could slide up the keyboard a hundred percent. And it still would have been the same damn size as this brick right here. Yeah, my I got the light on right now because I'm waiting on a ring, but like, bro, the iPhone is not supposed to be like this brick. It's it's, it's a brick. I don't even know if it showed because I just blinded myself. It, I'm it trying to show not. the phone and I'm blind. He's like, yo, this iPhone ain't showing, <laughs> it's a brick. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I don't know what I was trying to do there, but it I wonder, I wonder work. what this does. Oh, yeah, can't see out of my left eye now. <laughs> I don't know why I tried to do that. That's what that button's <laughs> for. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm waiting on a. I, well, I'm not waiting. I didn't order yet a ring light, but I was like, I have a tripod and a phone like this. That's my point. But like, they do everything, so I guess they did it right. Because I can just turn my flashlight on and I can brighten up my face and I can go take pictures on it and do this, that, the third text. It's my map. But if you're going to make it do all that, make it damn durable. Stop that, cute. That's the point. Like, yeah. why, why are you making it cute? It doesn't need to be. I don't care if it's cute. Because they want, they want your money. That's like, I used to work is. for Verizon, and that's why I switched from Apple working for a tech company. They make it so difficult to have, like, they really Bro. want your life to be miserable so you can just give them more money. Like, they try so hard to limit yeah. everything. They try to limit everything, and they try to connect everything. Like, they're like, oh, you got the iPhone. How about a Mac and airpods and everything else the ipad it's like i don't need all that damn it <laughs> every time i do a, like a survey obviously just me because a lot of my friends are iphone they always try to get me to switch yeah majority of people refuse to switch to iphone for the sole reason that it will be too inconvenient to have to switch everything over all their devices that's literally oh, that's, that's the only reason why people all their refuse. devices yeah. like i got i'm recording this on a mac i got my phone like i had the ipad pro like all those devices and it's convenient because I'm logged into all of them. I do one thing on one, it goes to the other. I change my phone. Now all of a sudden it's like, damn it. <laughs> like I feel like and I'm then and then once you start, like there's no going back. Like no, I would say Yasin, he he does uh Mac and, and iPhone stuff, and he's been over a decade plus doing it. So like he'd be yeah. trying to show me something, bro. Like my computer doesn't do that. Yeah, I can't. I don't do have that, I don't man. have that option. Like and then or vice versa. I can get this app and you can't, or like yeah. yeah. Same exact thing. I like to run like on Android. I would run like emulators and shit. Like I could play all my old games on iPhone. When you do that, iPhones like get that shit. You better pay for it. Apple Arcade, Apple or whatever the hell. It's, I don't even know because I don't support it. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Apple Gaming, whatever it is. Like I want an emulator. I don't want to play your stupid games. <laughs> right. But that's so, how they do. They try to grab every single penny they can. We are over an hour. So, I mean, it didn't even feel like it, but we're over an hour now. Yeah, no, it was good. It was good. It was fun. It was, it's good to introduce you because you are going to be on here and we are going to have our own little segment and everything. It's going to be fun and we'll work out the kinks of that. But I think, I think people will like what we do because we'll probably lighten it up. It'll be funny. It'll be topics. It'll be serious. I think people are going to enjoy it. People are going to enjoy what you do, who you got. I mean, you got to plug that. You guys got a million million places you guys are so that's all you to plug and i'll run out of breath honestly and, and that's why we created the who you got podcast.com there you go go there <laughs> everything us uh, we got the blogs we got videos we got the episodes we got the merch uh we got the patreon that's that was a big thing for us we were so scattered everywhere it was hard to not only keep track of everything but like those I'm, I'm on podcast platforms i don't even know existed I yeah think, didn't even know that was a name 
So who you got podcast.com, everything you need from us will be right there. You doing that. That was the reason like I was like, cause we, we were using, I was using Linktree and like Linktree is good, but you got to drop down a million different links. And it's like, people are trying to find where they're trying to find you like specifically. So I was like, Oh, they did that website, your website. It came out good. So I did the chewing the rag.com. And so far it's gotten good feedback. It's real. Like, it's only me, so and I'm not really topic based. I don't have a blog or anything, so it's real just links. But like, I feel like it's actually helped a lot to just be like, yo, just go to chewingtherag.com. So who you got dot com, chewingtherag dot com. You are you. You would say you're a reader. Yes, you're a reader. Before we go, because we I didn't really have any questions. You know, we do fan submitted questions. Me and you were kind of like a last. You know, we were switching days or whatever three books that you recommend to everybody any any genre anything at all just three books first three books that come to your head okay uh this is probably <laughs> gonna be an unpopular opinion because a lot of people don't like david goggins um, i love david goggins i i do like for me like his message works for some people it yeah. doesn't uh there's certain things that i pull from him and uh I did. I did get a lot of uh, good advice from his book. Can't hurt me. Um, I got that. Um, actually, I'm looking at my bookcase. All right. Oh, you're yep. definitely a reader. You got a bookcase. That's how you know you're a reader. <laughs> so I'll tell so... you my three books I could suggest. Can't hurt me. David Goggins. Go read. Kind of st- story about his life. Like it helped me understand that I have to find my own way to find my path. Just like he did. What he did didn't work for me, but it kind of helps. The Art of War, a very good book on just strategizing just life in, in general. And then The Richest Man in Babylon. It's like a short mm. story, a series of short stories that are meant to teach financial literacy. Okay. Um, it really don't even talk about money, but it's one of those that if you could read between the lines with the lessons, you'll learn something new. Okay. There you go. Three books. I was like, cause I knew you're a reader and I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not a reader. I'll do I mean, audio books. It's been a while since I've, I think it's been a good year. I'll do audio books. I'll tell I people. I legit sat down and read, but probably yeah. eight months. I'll tell people I read a book. It means I listened to it when I was driving. That's what that means. I don't, I'm not a reader and I'm not going to lie to you. That's me reading an interview or reading an article. I yeah, watched yeah, a TikTok yeah. video. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's what it comes down to. I'm like, oh yeah, no, I re- I read Kevin Hart's book, and it's like, I'm like, all right, no, I, I listened to it though, and I got the I got the message. Damn it! <laughs> Sometimes you might receive the message more. I think that's what it is for me. I think I'm a listener. I like audio. Like, I think I'll get your message more if you got it on tape. That's just how I learn. That's all that is. But I'm I'm the opposite. I like putting my own in between the lines, creating, yeah. especially if it's fictional, like something like Harry Potter or the Hunger Games, yeah. you'll be able to fill in the, the pictures by yourself. Yeah, I think that's a good point. I think those books, I don't know if I'd be able to follow listening to a Harry oh, Potter book. So I think to read it. that's a good point. Let me emphasize, let me let me make this clear. That's for legit, what is that? Nonfiction. <laughs> that's how yep. you know I don't read. <laughs> those are for the real books. Yeah, those are for legit <laughs> books, not nerd stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all right bro who you got podcast no who you got dot com see look at me i'm already I'm no laughing. it's who you got podcast is it who you we got podcast.com yeah, podcast. okay yep. all right see look at that i, I knew it was 
I knew that. You know what? I knew that. <laughs> we gotta let them know we a podcast because it's yeah. saying who you got that kind is kind of like what does that even mean? Yeah. So if you say me, who you got podcast, you all right. That's a podcast. Yeah, that's a good point. Maybe chewing the rag. That sounds disgusting if you don't know what that is. <laughs> I swear, if you don't have, if you don't know that's a podcast, no one's clicking on that for fun. Somebody, somebody at my job because they got out that I do this because people have me on Facebook, whatever. He's an older guy. He's not old. He's older, and he's like. Oh, what's your podcast name? And I said chewing the rags. That sounds disgusting. <laughs> I was like, I gotta I was ask like, before we leave. How did you come up with that? I don't think I've asked you. So no, so uh, people, so chewing the fat is a saying. It's just like bullshit conversation. But I knew chewing the fat would probably be taken. It's something that's a known saying. So all I did was look up um, synonyms of chewing the fat, and I guess this was a, I guess chewing the rag to chew the rag with somebody was to have meaningless. Just nonsense, bullshit conversation. So I was like, okay. Yeah, it definitely sounds like something dirty. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's not supposed to, but it definitely. It sounds gross. It sounds like a like it a really dog, does. like just slobbering on a washcloth. <laughs> it sounds like putting something in my mouth I do not want. Yeah, a hundred percent, which is fitting for like my brand. So I guess you know what it works <laughs> out. If you know me, it, it works out. <laughs> What else? No, you got definitely. anything? You got anything else at all before we go? No, man. It was a pleasure. Uh, like you said, we definitely plan on doing this more. Uh, but it, it's been a because we even talked about before I even knew you were doing chewing the rag. Yeah, uh, I definitely approached you about doing something maybe joint together. Uh, yeah. So I love that you got your solo going. Um, we already know we're gonna have reoccurring. So I'm actually very excited, man. Yeah, no, that's the only reason. I wanted you specifically because you were, I was like, okay, so he already knows that we'll feed off each other. So it's going to be a lot of fun. The only reason I think you and I aren't doing that is just, we both already have something with co-hosts. Like let's, let's, you're about to do your own thing. I'm doing my own thing, but we can easily intertwine them and help each other grow and it'll be fun. It'll be a good time, man. For sure. For sure. All right, Mel. Thanks for, thanks for coming on everybody. Who you got podcast.com. All right. Take it easy, bro. Yes, sir. (laughs)